So I take this skippily and welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. What we're going to be doing today is we are going to be etymologizing a bunch of astronomic terms and disciplines associated along with discussing their scientific and uh, etymological definitions. So if you're curious and would like to follow along with me, learn something new, I thought I would do this especially because I want to entertain a lot of my students that are also in astronomy class right now. So I thought I'd do a little bit of my own research and now also relay it into a podcast episode. So that being said, Wherever you're hearing this podcast episode, I'd appreciate your love and support uh, rating me. And I am dry as a mofo this morning, I guess. Sorry, I'll try and bring the mic away so that you guys don't hear me actually bring the water down my esophagus. Anyways, with that being said, support all that good stuff. If your soul is moved to do so, and if not, then that's okay. Hopefully, at some point, it will be. All right, let's do it. All righty, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off with physics here. Physics, its scientific definition, really refers to, um, well, the study of matter, energy, and like fundamental forces that govern their interactions. So etymologically, I know that's going to come from the Greek physis, meaning nature, and eikos, meaning related to. So physics, meaning really related and or pertaining to nature. Um, and that's really what it is, the study of na- the nature of things, essentially, and how they move throughout space and time and matter and energy and all that good stuff that I had mentioned prior. Next one is chemistry. Scientific definition refers to the study of properties, compositions, and behavior of matter. Etymologically, it comes from the Arabic, actually, alchemia, uh, and in the Greek, alchemia, really referring to transmutation. So essentially, it referred to the ancient practice of the transmuting of base metals into gold. That's where chemistry really evolved from its base element, that transmuting base metal into gold. Because who doesn't want more gold in this world? Well, I don't really care about it for myself, but for other people, uh, they would uh, differ. Biology being our next one here, which refers to the study of living organisms and their interactions with each other and their environment. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek bios, meaning life, plus logia, meaning study, meaning the study of life. A plus B equals skibidabibidabop. Doesn't it make a lot of sense to actually understand what the word means in its base root elements in its etymos in its true sense of the word because really if you understand how these words are how they fit together then you can see how biology if we take that bio out and we sub in a geo then we get geology which is going to be our next term geology being the study of the earth's physical structure composition and history right? Etymologically, geo or g coming from earth, right? Initially coming from Gaia, the initial um, mother of uh, producing earth, essentially. Um, And uh, logia, again, being study. So study of the earth, and that's what geology is. Next one we're going to do here is astronomy. 
Astronomy, the scientific definition, the study of a celestial objects, space, and the universe as a whole. Etymologically, it comes from the Greek astron, meaning star, and nomos, meaning law. Meaning, really, the law of the stars. That is what astronomy is. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know what's going on with me this morning. Anyways, excuse me. Astrophysics. Astrophysics, scientific definition, the branch of astronomy that deals with the physical properties and uh, interactions of celestial objects and phenomena. Uh, etymologically, it comes from astro, Greek meaning star, astron, and physics coming from the Latin physicia, uh, meaning natural things, right? Coming from initially the Greek, the physis, meaning nature, meaning natural things related to stars. And that's what astrophysics means. Cosmology. Cosmology, the study and origin, evolution, and large-scale structure of the universe coming from the Greek cosmos, world, and or universe, and logia, again, study of, aka study of the universe. Next one, quantum mechanics. Scientific definition, the branch of physics that deals with the behavior of very small particles and the interactions of matter and energy at the quantum level. Etymologically, quantum coming from the Latin quantus, meaning how much, plus mechanics coming from the Greek mechani, meaning and or rather coming from machine, um, and meaning machine rather. Uh, so therefore, meaning how much uh, uh, machine-like behavior really uh, is observed. Uh, so that's what quantum mechanics is. Um, how much machine-like behavior? I don't know. Some things are kind of interesting to actually dive into and understand a little bit more. Relativity. Relativity, scientific definition, Einstein's theory. My boy, E equals MC squared. Shout out to my brother who loved Einstein as at, um, at a little young age. I remember my brother used to uh, carry around a little stuffed uh, Einstein around and everything like that. It was pretty rocking awesome. Anyways. It pertains to Einstein's theory that describes the relationships between space, time, and gravity, also including special and general relativity in this case. So, um, yeah, I just watched Oppenheimer recently, and that was a pretty mind-boggling-slash-blowing movie. Definitely long. Definitely see it in a comfortable theater. I saw it in a rather uncomfortable theater, so it didn't make it that great in a as an experience, I was hoping we'd do an IMAX, but you know what? I'll get in the hood. Astrolabe. Uh, scientific definition, an astrolabe is an instrument, an ancient instrument used to measure the position of celestial objects and determine a latitude coming from the Greek astron, star, and lambanon, meaning to take in the Greek. So essentially to take uh, the stars. Uh, celestial sphere, the next one. Celestial sphere, scientific definition, an imaginary sphere where Earth at its center used to model the apparent positions of celestial objects. Celestial comes from the Latin chylum, meaning sky, and sphere coming from the Greek sphira, meaning ball, meaning sky ball. Celestial sphere. Interesting. Equinox. Equinox, the second uh, scientific definition, the two points in the year when the day and night are approximately equal in length, 
coming from the Latin aequus, meaning equal, plus nox, meaning night, meaning equal night. See how all these words are just a culmination of either Greek or Latin put together? Like, look at that. Celestial sphere, celestial, chylum, plus phyra, chylum, Latin, sphyra, Greek, habaliquinox, aequus, Latin, nox, Latin, equinox, English. English is just a, a little poopy butthole not given a little, it needs to be given some more credit to some people that, uh, or some languages that uh, ought to deserve a little bit more. Solstice, the two points in the year when the sun reaches it, its highest point or low, lowest point in the sky at noon, marking the longest and shortest days of the year, etymologically Latin solstitium, sun stopping, referring to the sun appearing to stop and change direction during these points back in late antiquity. So sun stopping coming from the Latin solstitium. Sol meaning sun, stidium refers to a ceasing or a stoppage of, that is also where we get armistice, arma meaning weapons and or arms, stis coming from stitium meaning a stopping or a ceasing. So that's if you refer to arm and uh, know what armistice day is, armistice day is a uh, veterans day. And it is when the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, uh, that was put to rest. Anyways, I'm not getting on off topic. I'm going to shut up now before I'm uh, ahead and get on into our next one here being eclipse. Scientific definition, the obscuring of one celestial body by another, such as a solar or lunar eclipse. Etymologically from the Greek eclipsesis or eclipsisis, I don't know exactly, but it means abandonment and from the Greek <laughs> means to leave out, referring to the temporary disappearance of a celestial body. So in this case, the moon. So if you didn't know, now you know. And you can also at me for my pronunciation in Greek because it's pretty horrendous. But uh, I didn't take Greek, so I don't really know. And I'm not going to do any more research than I've already done because I've actually put a lot of work into this in time. So <clears throat> next one we got here is gravity. The force of attraction between objects with mass responsible for the motion of planets and other celestial bodies. From the Latin gravitas, or if you wanted to just sound it out phonetically, gravitas, meaning weight. Coming from gravis or gravis, meaning heavy. All right, that's where we get gravity from. That's where we get, uh, I don't know, not gravy, maybe, I don't know. Referring to the weightiness of objects. Planet. Planet is going to be a celestial body that orbits a star. Uh, it's, it's spherical in nature and has cleared its orbit of other debris in the process. So etymologically, it comes from the Greek planetes, uh, meaning wanderer. As planets were observed to move against the fixed back backdrop of stars excuse me Alrighty, the next one we're going to get into here is nebula nebula 
is a cloud of gas and dust in space, often the birthplace of stars and planetary systems, according to uh, scientists and all those guys that have so much more credibility than I will ever have in this field. Um, etymologically, it comes from the Latin nebula, which means Mr. Fog, referring to the cloudy appearance of these objects in nature. Galaxy, next one, scientific definition, a massive system of stars, gas, dust, and dark matter bound together by gravity itself, coming from the gravitas, meaning weightiness or heaviness. Etymologically, from the Greek, galaxis, or galaxis, rather, kiklos, galaxis kiklos, meaning milky circle, um, in the Greek, referring to the, the appearance of the Milky Way. Um, it also appeared milky just in general when looking up at the sky. That's why. Um, that's why we have in milk, what kind of sugar is in milk? Galactose sugar a lot. That is a type of sugar in milk, if you didn't know. So that's where we get the galaxy, the Milky Way. See how sometimes funny things like these linguistic characteristics blend together where you would think milk shares similar linguistic characteristics to uh, the galaxy. That's kind of funny uh, because they're entirely two different things. But that being said, there you go with that. If you didn't know, now you know. Now let's get to our next one, which is black hole. Black hole, scientific definition, an extremely dense region in space where gravity is so strong that nothing, um, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, not even light can escape it. So black referring to the inability to emit light or be seen, essentially, I don't have an etymology for that word, whole as um, really a metaphor for empty space in this case. I think that that one, since it's kind of just one of those neologism words, the creation of, a, uh, creation of a new word in this modern day and age, there's not a lot of uh, etymology to be actually extrapolated from that. But supernova, on the other hand, has a lot to look into, which is an explosive death of a massive star result resulting into or in rather a burst of energy and the ejection of outer layers. Etymologically, super comes from the Latin super, meaning above. This is where we get super or supra spinatus. That's the, actually, I'm not going to get into it, but that's where we get, um, well, superman, uh, the above man, uh, essentially, uh, Anyways, and then nova meaning uh, new in Latin. It comes from the Latin novus or sounded out or pronounced phonetically. It would be novus, but remember V's are pronounced as W's in Latin. Um, this refers to the sudden appearance of a new bright star uh, in the midst of the massive explosion and death of it. <clears throat> um, how about... Um, I was going to do the Big Bang Theory, but even thinking about it, like, wait, all right, I know it refers to the prevailing cosmological model that explains the origin of the universe and um, as, well, rather an explosive uh, of a, an explosive event from, uh, I believe, a singularity is what they refer to it as. And, um, yeah, uh, but Big just refers to it being a massive event and Bang indicating really a sudden and powerful explosion. There's nothing etymological to extrapolate from that. 
Um, so let's just go ahead and keep on going. How about a parallax? Parallax refers to the apparent shift in the position of an object when viewed from uh, different locations used to measure distances by nearby stars. Um, this comes from the Greek parallaxis, uh, meaning change. It's parallel, meaning alongside, plus axis, referring to an axis, essentially. So... Um, alongside an axis referring to change, I guess, in this case, I could look deeper into what axis actually refers to, but I'm not going to, because I know that the assimilated form here for the Greek parallaxis refers to change, just like delta or something like that, or sometimes meta. Meta also can be beyond, but it can also mean change. Referring to, in this case, with parallaxis, with parallax, uh, the change in position when observed from different angles, right? Because that, like I said, is the apparent shift in position of an object when viewed from different locations, especially in accordance to observing nearby stars. So if you didn't know, now you know, which is kind of an interesting term that I never knew until now. Telescope, tele meaning far away, scope coming from the Greek skoipane, uh, meaning to look at. So uh, that's where we get like a microscope. Um, uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't even talk about the scientific definition, which is an optical instrument that gathers and magnifies light to observe distant celestial objects. Tele meaning far away, skoipane meaning to look at look at that telescope just means to look at from far away or to look at things that, that are far away rather. And there you go with that one. And then if you take out that telly and then you sub in a micro, like I had mentioned prior, you get microscope. And what is a microscope? An optical instrument used to magnify small objects, allowing for the observation of finer details coming from the Greek micros, meaning small, and skoipen, again, meaning to look at, looking, or rather, uh, assimilating to an A plus B equals to look at small things. And there you go. If you didn't know, now you know. Alrighty, the next one that we're going to get into here is going to be satellite. Um, scientific definition is an object that orbits a larger celestial body, such as a planet or a moon. Um, etymologically, satellite comes from the Latin salad, satellites, rather. Um, satellites refers to uh, an attendant. Um, and I'm assuming it's really ind indicating an object accompanying an other. That's what it really means, right? And it's kind of like just falling alongside. Um, and that's what a satellite is. How about orbit, though? Orbit, etymologically, well, scientific definition first, because I got to be doing my typical routine here. You guys, I can't be going off track here. What's wrong with me? The path that a celestial object takes as it revolves around, excuse me, another object due to gravitational forces. Etymologically, orbit comes from Latin, um, which is orbitia. Um, or orbita, uh, referring to track or path. Um, this refers to the circular path traced by an object in orbit. How about stellar evolution? 
the process by which stars form, age, and eventually undergo changes leading to their end stages, aka that supernova, supernova. Uh, etymologically, it's going to be stellar, stellar coming from the Latin stellae, meaning stars. Stella is going to be the singular, stellae is going to be the nominative plural, nominative the subject of the sentence. Grammatically, remember we have cases nominative, genitive, dative, accusative, and ablative. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say about that. Stellae meaning the uh, a star, a plural amount of stars, aka stars. Blah. And then evolution coming from the Latin evolutio, meaning an unrolling, essentially, because volutio or volo, meaning rolling. And then that e, that prefix, mean, means un or out of or um, on the outside of. So an outside rolling or an unrolling of, a rolling out of. There we go. And suggesting really in my uh, thought, a sequence of unfolding changes, um, aka the unfolding of stars. And that's the evolution of a stellar, a stellar evolution there for or thereafter. Astrobiology. Astrobiology refers to the study of the potential for life beyond Earth and the search for extraterrestrial life. Etymologically, astro from the Greek astron, which is star plus biology, come from the Greek bios, meaning life, and logia, meaning study of, meaning the study of life beyond Earth. And, well, there you go. That's exactly what astrobiology is. And uh, if now you know, you can extrapolate it through its A plus B equals bop. And then as you can even look at it, you already see biology in there. And if you know, like most people do, that it etymologically means the study of life. And then if you know that astro refers to astron, meaning star, then it just refers to aka the study of life beyond Earth, aka the study of life um, stars, essentially. And what is beyond the Earth? Stars. And that's what makes up our universe and the universes outside of ours that we have yet to um, touch. Uh, how about the next one that we'll get into here is hydrogen spectrum. These are the patterns of lines observed when light from hydrogen gas is passed through a prism revealing its discrete energy levels. So um, yeah, hydrogen coming from the Greek hydror or hydror, uh, meaning water and genes come from coming from uh, that Greek there, G-E-N-E-S, meaning forming, um, indicating the formation of water from hydrogen burns. Pulsar, a highly magnetized rotating neutron star that emits beams of radiation along its magnetic axis, really. And it appears it's a it's kind of like a pulsating signal, and it comes from the Latin pulsare, meaning to beat or to pulse, referring to the pulsating nature of their emission. See, if it's not an assimilation of two Greek and or Latin or Latin and Latin or Greek and Greek, then it kind of is just kind of, uh, it's a derivation and it's a slight derivation, right? Coming a pulsar coming from the Latin pulsare. I mean. All you got to do to make it not from the Latin to the English is take off the E at the end. And there you have pulsar again. Kind of funny. I don't know. How about nucleosynthesis? 
This is the process by which atomic nuclei are formed through nuclear reactions occurring in stars and during the Big Bang. Um, this etymologically nucleo coming from the Latin nucleus meaning kernel or core actually and synthesis meaning uh, coming from the Greek synthesis meaning a putting together of sin meaning together thesis referring to putting or placing. This is the indication or rather indicating the creation of nuclei aka etymologically the putting together of uh, the core and that is what the nuclei refers to, essentially the core. <clears throat> neutron star. A collapsed star composed primarily of neutrons formed during a supernova explosion. Etymologically, neutron comes from the Latin neutro, meaning neither, plus star as pre previously mentioned. Binary star. Binary well, this is a pair of stars that orbit around a common center of mass bound together by gravitational forces, binary coming from the Latin binarius, meaning consisting of two, indicating a pair. How about nuclear fusion? The process by combining light atomic nuclei to form a heavier nuclear... nuclear what is going on with me? Nucleus, releasing energy in the process. Etymologically, nuclear, uh, referring to the nucleus of an atom, and fusion coming from the Latin fugio, um, referring to a pouring or melting together. And then how about nuclear fission in this case? Nuclear, again, referring to the nucleus, right? Again, referring to the core. Um, and uh, fission coming from the Latin physio, meaning a splitting and the scientific definition of nuclear fission is the process of splitting heavy atomic nuclei into smaller nuclei, releasing energy in the process and all of that crazy stuff. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and wrap it up here with just a, a couple more exoplanet. A planet that orbits a star outside our solar system. Etymologically, exo coming from the Greek exo, outside plus planet as pl previously mentioned. Remember, planetes re refers to wandering, essentially. So a wandering outside of, or an outside wanderer. And then finally, our last one here, lunar eclipse. An event that occurs when the Earth passes between the sun and the moon, casting a moon or, or a shadow on the moon's surface, rather. Um, etymologically, lunar refers to the moon, right? And the eclipse comes from the Greek eclipsis, meaning abandonment, indicating the temporary obsercation of the moon. With that being said, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you learned something new, something that you can apply later on. I don't know. Regardless of, I appreciate you guys, especially if you got it this far. And if you're hearing my voice at this point, um, then maybe consider actually leaving a review if you haven't already, because um, clearly you're getting something out of it, maybe, please, or awesome, rockin'. That being said, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you guys have a wonderful day.
Remember to thank yourselves. Take a break. Pat yourself on the back. Remember that, uh, you know, we are our own worst critics. And sometimes we need to remember to just give ourselves a little bit more credit at the end of the day. And with that, I'll catch you guys on the flip. And until next time, Tempo Sest to Sketeray.